Welcome to Faithfully Unapologetic. We are your hosts, and I'm Kelly Jean Pittman, and this is my amazing and beautiful daughter, Gina. We are a mom and teen duo who are super excited to help you discover the secret to finding joy in the chaos of the everyday. We're honored to share this time with you every two weeks, while you'll learn how to break free from the cycle of anxious thoughts while moving into joy and peace on a daily basis. We'll encourage you to step into your power, find joy, and become the best version of yourself while improving your relationship with God. So please be sure to subscribe so that together we can spread joy even amongst the chaos and faithfully nurture our body, mind, and soul. You can find us on Instagram at faithfully underscore apologetic and at kellyjeanpittman.com. Thank you so much and we really hope you enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, beautiful listeners. Welcome, guys. We're starting season two today. Woohoo! Oh my goodness. I can't believe we've made it this far. I mean, God has been so good throughout this entire process. Uh, he really has. And uh, I can't believe it's been a full year. It's like every two weeks we've um, gotten a podcast out and it's been... It's been a challenge sometimes. It's been a challenging year. There's yeah. been some things that have happened and it's like, Wow! We're so excited to be sharing another year with the amazing listeners, the beautiful souls. The, the Faithfully Unapologetic family. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you so much for being here. And this year we're really focusing on a little bit different, something a little bit different. Yeah, because season one was more focused on anxious thoughts and trying to bring God into those thoughts. And this year, we're working with drawing near to God. So that is our theme for Amen. this season. And I'm so excited because I feel like I've entered a new stage in my life. And I'm that's what I'm working towards, is really she, focusing and drawing near to God. She's no longer a high schooler. She's done and graduated. If you've been following her podcast, <laughs> it's over. It, it is done. She is now a college student. I am. And my college is so amazing at well, it's Christ-centered, so it's beautiful. I love it, and every aspect of our education and activity is Christ-centered. And so my goal for this year has just been drawing near to God, and so I really wanted to bring that up to Mom, and so we've come up with our theme, which is drawing near to Him. Yes, and I think it's really, really important because I like to say, I might have referenced it before, it's like I can say my prayers and devotions and... Um, in bed in the morning and feel all happy and close to God and connected and invincible. And then the minute my feet hit the ground, I, God falls out of my head and heart and I'm hit the road running and I have all these things and all these distractions and boom, 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 boom. The schedule's done. And it's like, I can get, you know, traffic things. And then it's something can irritate me right off the bat. That love for Jesus and for others just goes out the door and I can be. Yeah. And so I think the drawing near to him will bring that awareness to us, to, to all of us when, because like you said, it's easy to just get in in your moment, blah, blah, blah. And then something something irritates you and literally you go back into the physical world (laughs) yes i think there's a hundred million distractions that we're all facing and they all want to take us away from god Mm -hmm. and so i think it's critical that we learn ways to connect to him every single day throughout the day 
And that is that drawing near, drawing closer to God, right? That's really important in order to not lose your mind in this world, kind of. Because honestly, I would be ready to pitch out if I didn't have that common piece of Jesus Christ in my heart. Yeah, I would say that too. I understand why people can't deal with things because it's a lot. And if you don't know where you're going and if you don't connect to God and you don't have that internal peace, it's really hard to find joy and it's really just hard to... Up, you just get caught up in the chaos. Right. And then it's like, what? what's the purpose? Yeah. I... Basically, your soul needs an anchor to stand Amen. firm in. I like that visual that you just presented. Your soul needs an anchor. And so with that, our podcast number one... Podcast number one of season two. Season two. Beautiful listeners. Yes, you made that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Is... We're going to give you a simple way to add more God to your life. Yeah. Yes, sorry. So, do you feel separated from God throughout your day? Yes. I mean, I'm not... Okay. So, faith is a journey. It's a journey. It's a continuing journey yes. that needs so to be I feel like every I... millisecond. I feel honestly. more connected to God than I have been, and he's on my mind more than... it's like ever been in my life but it took a long time to get here and I'm I feel like I'm still learn obviously I'm still learning right she's all of 18 so you're amazing to be where you're here but I just read a bible verse that we are not it was in Romans we're not to compare our faith to anyone Mm -hmm. each of us have our own journey so so I know even though I feel close and connected right now it's not always going to be the same and there's going to be times where I feel really, really distracted and I don't feel like I, my soul has an anchor in him. But there has been times where I just, I've get so caught up in schoolwork or whatever and I don't feel connected. But genu- right. generally, right now in this moment and in this time of my life, I do. But there's a lot of supports in my family from my church, from my school, and from my friends. Absolutely. And I look at you, 18 years of age, and your faith is so amazing and solid. I was nowhere (laughs) near that. It's like, it's mind-blowing to me. But just as I said, I'm 56. It's like, whoa. It's like, if only I had that at your age. But that has nothing to do with anything. I'm here where I am at this point in time, just as each of you listeners are in this point in time with your faith. And where you've been in the past really means nothing. God wants you where you're at. Yeah. And you start developing a relationship with him. And everybody's journey is uniquely different. And so I'm 56 and I I feel quite anchored as well. But it's, you know, it's taken me a long time to get here. And that's okay. And I mean, I look at your life too and just everything that you've been through. And I look up to how strong your faith is and everything that you you have endured. Right, and, and it builds little by little, and it yeah. starts somewhere. And so today we're going to talk about exactly a great place to start. It's a very like, simple thing Very to do simple as well. way where I think it helped me to grow my faith to get where I am mm-hmm. right now. It started with um, these three simple words. And so what are these three simple words? God help me. Amen. <laughs> Throughout your day, that's all you need is to say... And it might sound a little dismal, but you know what? Things happen in life. God help me. And I think for me personally, this 
my faith, my faith really did start out with these three words mm-hmm. because I always believe in God. I always, you know, went to church on and off. <laughs> I can't say I was a regular or anything, but I grew up in the church. My parents went to church when I was younger, every single weekend. I went to parochial school through the sixth grade. So God's always been a part of my life and I always knew that he existed, but I loved our last pastor who loved to put our action, our words, our faith into action. Yeah. And that really was huge in building my faith. But I, I had it before that. And going through journeys and trying to have kids, I was so upset, I couldn't say anything else. Yeah. It really was just God help me. But I think the beautiful thing about God help me is that there's no there's no blame in that. There's no resentment towards God blaming him for the situation in your life. And I'm not saying being mad at God is not okay because there are times oh, yeah. where you just need to let that go. But when you're so broken and down, like right. places you have been, that is such a vulnerable, pla- vulnerable place to go, and it's simple, and it can change your ass, the your the, your perspective. <laughs> yeah, and you illu- you illustrated that beautifully because during that time, it's like, right, I was really angry with God. I was mad. I yeah. didn't know what was going on. It's like seven years, no kids, miscarriages, all these different things. It's like, what is going on? To the point of. That's about all I can say. Mm-hmm. But God help me. It's very succinct. And it's not begging or pleading God. God doesn't want us to beg and plead. He no. gave us. He does he told... want us to petition and bring yes. things to him in prayer. Yes. Yep. But he doesn't want us to be desperate where we think or where we're like almost he's... doubting him. That he can't do that. Right. And so God help me is blunt, succinct, and to the point. Yeah. Um, and you can use it for anything in any place. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you like, okay, when I was trying to have kids, right? I guess that was a good example yeah. of when, you know, seven years of infertility, I was losing my freaking mind and babies consumed my whole life and I t- shot myself full of drugs. I mean, I did so many things and nothing was happening. And it's just like, I know that I was meant to have children. I didn't understand why it took me seven years and why I had to go through extreme measures to get this one child and it it was a lot it was surgeries you know um and one that landed me you know ambulance um i mean so it was crazy stuff (laughs) so you really did need god's help i did and that's about all i could mutter at that time was god help me but he did get me through he did have faith i did end up having a child after those seven years through the procedures that blew my mind away where i drew closer to god yeah so, do you have an example where you... Yeah. I mean, I love the juxtaposition between your... The brokenness and then the drawing near to him. Because you really need... Because the thing that holds those two extremes together is your faith. Is your trust in yes. God. And that yes. is such a beautiful thing. For me, I know there's been... I don't know, like, a very specific example. But I know there's been nights where I'm super worried about school or just something in my life in high school I always was couldn't sleep the night before the first day of school and that was that's a good example especially coming up right now everybody's starting school tomorrow actually yeah at least here and up in Minnesota we start after Labor Day typically some people start early but yeah it's classic school starting yeah it's back to school season so I just know during those times, I will call upon Jesus. I'll say, Jesus, help me, or God, help me. And 
it eases my mind to a point where I can fall asleep. And then in the morning, Beautiful. I feel less anxious. And not only was I able to fall asleep, but I also have a peace in the morning. And I'm able to then use that peace to effectively get done what I need to or go through my day and yeah, that's a beautiful just be aware of God more example of making it simple right it doesn't have to be life shattering it can be just something simple where your mind is like busy and it's buzzing right and you can't yeah. get rid of these thoughts um a lot of times I just honestly I just repeat it <laughs> I do too until I just I know the name of Jesus is powerful and so just being able to bring that into my life brings me so much peace. Yeah, Jesus help me, God help me, and yeah. take your pick. But sometimes I'm like, God help me, God help me, God help me, God help me, God help me. Mm-hmm. And it can be as simple as if you're struggling with money, mm-hmm. God help me with money. Yeah. Uh, if you're struggling with a relationship, you know, God help me with In my this son. relationship. Yeah, God help me yeah. with my spouse. Or... God help John, you know, if you have, you're worried about a friend or a sickness mm-hmm. or um, mental health issue, or maybe they're losing their house, or maybe they're getting a new job, or maybe they're having a baby. But yeah. it's like, you God, can just be like, God help them. God help the Andersons, right? Yeah. It's, you can make it as simple as that. It's like prayer does not have to be complicated. God does not ask for a bounty of words to fall out of our mouth and poetry in order for no him to listen to us (laughs) and so whether it's a a work project a school project god help me you know yeah it can be very simple things i could wake up in the morning uh, on certain days right where i have this kind of like with school this overwhelming list of things to do and i almost feel like i can't move it's like oh my gosh and it's just like literally it's like god help me god help me prioritize and when I say that, I kid you not, if I focus on God helping me, all of a sudden things, the clutter in my mind starts melting away. Yeah. And I do get a better focus. I'm like, oh, what was I so worried about? I don't really have that many things to do. Yeah. So it's just God help me is such a, those are powerful words that let God know what you're, you're struggling with. Right. God help my dog. God help Cindy. God help the world yeah the world so that is an easy one that creeps into my mind where i'll just start spiraling because the state of the world or the environment right oh my goodness god i don't even know (laughs) what's going on i don't know the future seems uncertain god help the world Yeah, what a beautiful thing. What if we all right now commit, you know, beautiful listeners, each one, to just throughout our day, a couple times a day, just say, God help the world. God help the world. God help the insanity. I mean, (laughs) whatever. uh, But if we focused on that in unity and unison, I mean, it creates change. It absolutely creates change when you go to that. Um, I kid you not, even in crisis situations, God help me, you can start bringing that peace. And sometimes I'm just repeating it nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. God help me, God help me, God help me. And that peace will come Yeah. with that trust and that faith. And so, and in the beginning, it could be lip service, a little bit more lip service, Mm -hmm. but keep saying the words, keep focusing on God and keep, say, you know, your goal is to say it with your heart. Yeah. With feeling with emotion mm-hmm. you want conviction you want it you don't want to 
say it and not believe it. Right. And in the beginning, if you have to fake it till you make it, do so. Do so. But start moving that heart in there. The more you do, the more you're going to see it move. Right? Yeah. And so with those three words, there's also, so you can do it when you're sad or struggling. Yeah. Right? We've got the three words. Yeah. God help me. But we can change up those three words. Yeah. And say, God, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, God. God, thank you. Either way, there are three words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as you have three words, that's most important. Just kidding. But <laughs> no. it's really that thank you, God. It's piece. really about, because when you bring, I think when you bring both of those together, like God, thank you and God, help me, it can, they're, they're pretty separate, but they also go together because God also, he wants you to bring your request to him, but he also wants you to bring it with a thankful heart. And so when you're able to bring in that thankfulness, it's going to change. It's going to yeah, feel, have you feel life from a more glass half full lens. It, it really does. And so to get started, a very simple way um, to do both of these is to just, when you're happy, thank you, God. Yeah. Anything. Any thank happy you, moment in the day. Thank you, God, for the little fluffy dog on my lap yes a little fluffy dog that i get to kiss okay we got a little shih tzu and we're in love with him yes yes but thank you for this long weekend amen god thank you for the barbecue chicken we ate (laughs) god thank you for my comfortable very comfortable bed dear god thank you for the chocolate cream filled cupcakes that i made that tasted awesome (laughs) (laughs) thank you god for the sunshine dear god thank you for nana and papa and spending time with them yes so it's it's just every single time you have remember something good in your life or you experience something good in your life just thank god for it because really people say thank god but really thank god (laughs) Really, thank God. And and feel it again with your heart and emotions. Yeah. It's like, oh, I love this time of the year because up here in Minnesota, the crickets, they're out at night and they just sing. And they yep. sing even through the day. <laughs> and it's literally one of my favorite things. And it's just like, thank you, God, for the crickets. Thank I you, love, God, for the crickets. I love, I love their chirping. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much peace. It's like a lullaby straight from God. I, yes. I love that. And so it can be anything. Thank you for my job. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coffee. Thank you so much for coffee. <laughs> yeah, so that's easy. And so I, we have Bible verses that really support this simple prayer. We do. Words. Um, yeah. And they're really, uh, they're really, I love the Bible and that in a lot of ways, it's very succinct and to the point and simple. Yes, it can be complicated and your eyes want to glaze over in certain parts. Uh, I, I'll admit that Leviticus. Well. <laughs> it just right, but but if you really take one verse at a times, a lot of times I like to just take one verse and like just like it's like wow, that's it, like that's enough for my mind to handle because mm-hmm. it's like so. The such Bible a truth. is something that yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just good. The Bible is good. It's truth. It's wisdom it is, that's found nowhere true. else that comes from definitely a higher power because it makes sense on so many different levels. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, well, this just works for this 
reason, season, purpose, person, you know, like somebody's trying to get no. something for something, take advantage of something, manipulate something. No, it's none of that. It's this written is... with so much love and and authenticity. It, there's no there's no fakeness about it and there's no only one. truth found in it. Right, and it defies all human leadership. Yeah. It does. It goes against the grain of all human leadership. Yeah. And so right now, though, to support this, this this simple prayer, these three words, which throughout your whole day, just start rattling off. Thank you, God. Yeah. God help me. Happy, sad, whatever it is. But did you want to read the first one? Yeah, I'll read the first one. So the first one comes from Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah twenty nine twelve. It says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you straight up if you pray god is gonna listen to you it's there it's right there in the bible and it says god will listen to you yeah so bring it bring it to him then you will call on me when something happy i mean when something sad sorry when, well what would it, well when, both when both when something happy or sad uh any challenge uh then you're gonna come to god and pray to him yeah Straight up. And he will listen to you. He's going to listen. If it's a simple prayer, God help me, he's going to help you. If he's he's going to listen. He's all over it. Yeah. If you're happy and you say thank you, God, he's, he's going to listen. so pleasing to him. Yeah. Yeah. He will. And so, and then we have James, which is uh, chapter 5, verse 13. And it says, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Okay. Boom, right God there. God help me. <laughs> yep, God help me. Are you in trouble? Pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. God, thank you. <laughs> I love this This verse. is so perfect. I love I love this. It so sums up these three simple words. It's like, It really right, does. I mean, I don't know. James 5.13 might be my new verse, at least the new James, verse of the week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'll be posting this everywhere <laughs> right we have to get that on our uh instagram and yeah. to, because it it's just so simple but yet so powerful yeah and you don't have to get fancy and yeah just... god is not about the fanciness he's like just come to me i'm, yeah. I'm gonna listen to you yes and we have matthew i love, we Ma- love matthew are you gonna want to read matthew yes because this one this one's perfect and this well, well it kind of, it. It, yeah, you'll see. You'll see. It's you'll see. Matthew 6-7. And it says, And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. So. Okay, so I find it kind of humorous. Maybe because, like, especially in writing, I like to babble into eloquent, yeah. beautiful it's words. Hard to, it's hard to bring writing to a nice, concise for me, it wording. is. So I like to babble, babble, babble on. So I think it's kind of funny. That's why I'm kind of laughing, I guess, yeah. at myself because I see myself in this. But when you pray, God doesn't need that. No. He knows it's fluff. <laughs> he does. However, the thing is, sometimes when I pray, I get caught up and I'm like, God, just do all of this. And I'm praying Yeah, for you this pray person, beautifully and, and the blah, words blah, flow. Blah. So it's not condemning, you know, the heartfelt prayer. Yeah. But it is saying you don't need to force yourself and go out of your way and feel nervous and have like all this fancy yeah. stuff. If um, somebody prays eloquently with these beautiful words, such as my daughter, <laughs> letting the Holy Spirit fill you up and let the words come out 
beautiful. That's wonderful. It's yeah. not really talking about that. It's really talking about the fluff um, yeah. to make yourself look good or to sound good if you're praying mm-hmm. around others. Like, I'm going to add in this fancy stuff just so I look pretty impressive and impress people around me. I mean, no, God, because God, God knows- or when you pray, it should really just be a conversation between you and God. Right. And God knows your heart. So, he does. I mean... Like I say, we're not judging anyone here or there, and I'm not laughing at people who pray beautifully. <laughs> I'm just laughing more at myself seeing it in this with, like, I know I get carried away with words. Yeah. But like you I'm said, writing. God knows your heart. So if you really are just doing it to impress other people, he's, this is what he, this is what Matthew is talking about. Yeah, Absolutely. So, um, a lot of people, and I, myself included, and I don't really, when you get pray in public, it's like I, there's this sense that you need to have these words. But you don't. You really you don't. don't. It's like someone, like, I just re- asked me to pray it, um, I think it was before dinner, and it was a very <laughs> succinct and simple, and, like, <laughs> I think they might have... Okay, this is all my thoughts, and this is my human thoughts thinking, but it's like, I think they might have been expecting this big, wonderful, you know, flowery prayer to come yeah. out, but maybe not. That's my own insecurities right there. But what? no, I, well, even at camp or whatever, just on the missions trip, people will be like, oh, yeah, can you pray for us? And it's like really easy. I, I, one of them was like, God, thank you for the f- this food. Blessed to our bodies. Amen. Like, <laughs> it's very... Amen. Yeah, really. So if somebody asks you to pray, you don't have to sweat about it. Just say, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, God, for these beautiful friends around me. And they will maybe glow and be happy. Yeah. Yeah, because it's Besides, just... then they're going to get to their food faster. <laughs> not kidding. <laughs> right. So God is not about being complex. Like, God himself is complex. But... Since we're humans, he kind of kind of dumbed it down for us. <laughs> he made it easy. He really did. I think in some ways we try to overcomplicate things. Yes, we do are... because he because God is complicated. He is. I was there's say, so much. There's, there's so many facets. There to is. Him, so. And so it is. It, he is complex. The Bible. Maybe it's like we're trying to keep up with him or something. Can be complex, and we he gave us a curious mind. He, um, he made us in his image, so we want to wonder. We want to know. Yeah, right? we don't want to just be like, oh, well, we know everything now and just keep it simple and stick to what we know. No, God wants us to keep exploring and trusting in him. And I have a question, which we won't get caught off in this too much, but when we want to know, what is our reason for knowing? Is it really because it's going to draw us closer to God or is it so that we know, so that we can have control, so that we can control things and make ourselves Well, this would be an interesting podcast for next time. Yeah, maybe we'll go into that because... Because I have a few thoughts on this. um, Because control ultimately is... I think, I think, to keep ourselves safe. And then you don't have to have faith in God because, hey, mm. if I know how everything works. But you're just not going to know because miracles, literally miracles. Uh, there's no explanation to what has happened in yeah, our lives. Yeah, and, and so, God, God is of spirit. And so you can't really explain spirit. No, you you can't. It's kind of so. hard to explain that. All right, so teaser. Teaser for next That's podcast. That's a teaser. Right there. You know, you got to write it peek. down. So we, uh, we'll go into that next time. Yeah. But... So for today, um, if you want to feel closer to God and are caught up like in all the distractions of the day, which ugh, there's so many, there's I almost, I get so frustrated yeah. because 
I sit down to do something and then literally, well, okay, the computer's in front of me and I have to clean out my email, right? You got to clean it out. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm reading all the emails. I think I discovered I'm an information hoarder, so I like information. So, of course, I'm reading. Her inbox is awful. 20, 30, 40,000. I can't throw it away because I have all this valuable information. You're an information hoarder. I'm an information hoarder. I think you need to let go and let God. Distraction, distract. God is all I need. Well, that's true. And, and it's a distraction, honestly. That's what it, is it is. It is a distraction. And it's a distraction. But and so, and the busyness of our schedules, right? When yeah. we get crammed in, I have to be careful not to cram so much. So when in. you're cleaning out your mailbox, you got to say, "God, help me." Ah, ah, I should do that, and then I can just delete, 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 and I have to get yeah, caught up exactly. in the headings. <laughs> I like that. So, this, these three little words. That they only take seconds. It takes yeah. seconds to make God this help connection me. with God. God, thank you. Right. So, and and the trigger, the nice part about this simple exercise and had adding more God into your day, it's like the trigger is when you're in an emotion, when you feel happy, or when you feel sad. I think that is the easiest way, and I'm honestly really going to incorporate this more into my day because yeah. I think it's gonna take away that distraction for me. Yeah. I think it will help me to minimize, anyways, distractions if I'm more focused on God helping me and thanking God, where I can kind of blow through yeah. and not get as distracted by the worldly things around me. I really like that. I like it, too. So that is it. God yeah. help me. God, thank you. And then um, with your whole heart and when you feel happy and sad throughout your day, you're going to yeah. be that much closer to God. And uh, tell us how it works. You can can follow us on Instagram. Yep. Or, or you can email mother at kellyjeanpittman.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but for now, I think we're ready to close out podcast one of season two. And prayer. Speaking of prayer. Speaking of prayer, let's see how many fancy flowers she throws in our prayer Okay. Today. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let all me right. pray for you guys. No, pray from the Holy Spirit. She prays from the Holy Spirit. So don't let me, don't let me ruffle your feathers. I yeah, apologize. No, no feathers ruffled. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for the listeners here. Amen. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for this day. Amen. <laughs> that We're not making fun of that, by the way. No. 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 God, really thank you. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Please join me in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for bringing our beautiful listeners here. Genuinely. God, we know that sometimes this world can get crazy and our mm-hmm. world, our lives can just get filled with so many things. And so, God, I ask that you bring it down to these simple words. Mm-hmm. God, thank you. And Amen. God, help me. Woo-hoo. God, we know that when we struggle, there there are a lot of things that we could turn to. But help us turn to you. Mm-hmm. Help us turn to trusting you and depending on your strength to get us through whatever situations we may be going through. God, thank you so much. And just give us these words and help us remind us of these words so that we can come back to you. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' sweet and holy and precious name, amen. May God bless you. And we thank God for you. We do. (laughs) And God help us all have a beautiful day. Amen. Amen. And faith and love. Jaina. And Kelly. Bye. See you in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and 